0: Greetings, radio and podcast family. Welcome to another edition of the Stone Builders Hour with Pastor Gary, my lovely wife, Elder JC. Praise God. You know, the Stone Builders, we are a faith talk show sharing the good news with you. Wow.
1: Greetings, radio and podcast family. All I can say once again is wow again and again, and please give me a break. I find it difficult to read and listen to the news because of the hate, fear-mongering, and the cancel culture. And if you don't know what that is, if they don't agree with you, then you're canceled. (laughs) Delete. Yes. It appears it's now open season to attack your faith, livelihood, social media accounts if you have a different opinion Or if you donate to a political campaign or pro-life organization that others may not agree. I I don't understand it, but I thought we were a country of free speech. Yes. We might have to get back to that. Talk about history repeating itself. Because when the cancel culture went after Yeshua. Remember, uh, Yeshua did say, they did persecute me. They will persecute you. He was arrested. Then crucified, and anyone associated with him was attacked and persecuted, forcing his believers into hiding and fleeing their homes. And remember, Peter said, What? He mm. would not deny the Lord. But yet, you know, when you're uh, looked at and people mm-hmm. are pointing mm-hmm. fingers at you, mm-hmm. he did deny him. Not one yeah. time, not two times, but. Three times.
0: Boy, I know that when that happened, he was truly convicted. Yes. Because, oh, he told me that before, and now here it is now. Because before, you just don't see that. You don't. You don't. You don't see it. But now in the present, oh God, that's why. You know, I totally agree. It's as if no one listened to the Stone Builders Hour program last week when we mm. discussed stop, look, and listen. Listen. We shared in order to survive, you must stop or sin no more, as in 1 Corinthians 15.34, which states, Awake to righteousness and sin not, for some have not the knowledge of God. I speak this to shame, to shame you. And then look, look, seek out Yahshua and the Father, as in Matthew 6.33. It states, to seek you first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you and listen. Mm. You know, sometimes you just have to listen for his small, quiet voice as detailed in Isaiah 28, 23. He says, give ye ear and hear my voice, hearken and hear my speech. So when you stop, look and listen, then you walk in authority with the biblical foundation noted in 2 Timothy one seven, For God hath not given us a spirit of fear, yes. but of power yes. and of love yes. and of a sound mind. I love the sound mind. Praise right. God. Keep me healthy and wealthy <laughs> and wise. So today, <laughs> JC and I, we're going to discuss forgive or forgiveness. Mm. The apostle Paul wrote in Ephesians 4.32, and be ye kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, hath forgiven you. Yes. The environment today is not about forgiving, but persecution. For an act or words you cannot take back, because yesterday is gone, and I can't do nothing about it. Except chalk it up as a learning experience, then take one step forward, one step at a time. I agree, but also remember, forgiveness
1: doesn't mean that you can run all over me. Oh, forgiveness is some, but forgiveness can be hard to an unbeliever and even to believers. And I pray the scriptures we share today will help our audience build up their forgiveness toolbox, To put into practice, and when I mean that you don't want to take my kindness for meekness, it's just a way of me trying to deal with my own situation and how I will approach you. But the prophet Isaiah says it best in one hundred eighteen, Isaiah one hundred eighteen, come now and let us reason together, saith the Lord, though your sins be as scarlet, Mm. they shall be white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. So today we will discuss forgive (laughs) or get ready to rumble. (laughs) Because I think a lot of times, Mm -hmm. one of the things with this whole uh, presidential election, the voting, is they had awakened a sleeping giant. Because many of us figured we were in a free speech society that we could decide how to vote when to vote and who to vote for and now you're telling me that's not possible well deuteronomy 28 7 says as according to moses the lord shall cause thy enemies that revolt against thee to be smitten before thy face they shall come out against thee one way And flee before these seven ways. Seven ways. Seven ways. Seven. Uh And seven, I think, is the uh, number of completion because that's God created the heavens and the the heavens and the earth in seven days. So let's pray for folks to forgive each other in this volatile climate. Otherwise. Get ready to rumble in Yeshua's name.
0: Let's get ready to rumble! (laughs)
1: Famous uh, trademark uh, saying uh, that they did, uh, the gentleman did, I'm not even sure who it is. I forget his name too, but he
0: does all the major boxing matches. Yes. (laughs) But before we get started, we want to recognize our longtime sponsor, Dr. Elton Powell of Dynamic Spout and Wellness Center. Just Please give him a call for an appointment at 850-402-9061, or take time to visit his website at dynamicspineandwellness.com. dot com. That's dynamicspineandwellness.com. And that phone number is 850 once again 402-9061. You know, Dr. Powell uses the holistic approach. And he will help your particular ailment. As a chiropractor, he's awesome. Praise God. And his motto is "Live happy." Live happy. Live happy. Live happy. And, and that's and and that's so important, especially in today's time. So we're gonna take a, a a little break. And when we come back, forgive or get ready to rumble. All right. In Yeshua's name. Stay tuned. And
1: Baker And I used to have severe excruciating right arm and neck pain. Thanks to spinal decompression therapy from Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center, I no longer have any pain or discomfort, and my issues were resolved without having any surgery. Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center has helped me enjoy my life again.
2: At Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center, we unlock your potential to be the best version of you and build your body to excellent health. Hi, my name is Dr. Powell, and we take pride in giving you fast and friendly service that is tailored to your needs. We provide safe, comfortable, and effective treatments using state-of-the-art equipment. Life is full of adjustments, so get yourself realigned for a better, healthier future today. Call 402-9061. That's 402-9061. Dynamic Spine and Wellness Center. Online at dynamicspineandwellness.com. Tune in to the Stone Builders Hour,
0: a unique talk show hosted by Pastor Gary and Elder JC every Thursday at 5 o'clock on Wave
1: 94.1. Welcome back to the Stone Builders Hour. And I'm always letting you know that you can listen to any of our podcasts at your convenience. And trust me, we have a year's worth. So, you yeah. know, we have some interesting stories stories. We've talked about Goliath. Uh, we talked about the Shudamite woman. We've even talked about the current situation that's been going on in America. But you can listen on iTunes, Google Music, TuneIn, SoundCloud, and our favorite,
0: Spotify. And everything's based on the biblical scriptures. Yes, it is. And and developing a biblical foundation for
1: you. And, current, and as it relates to our current situation. So we're not trying to just talk about the Old Testament, the New Testament, but what's happening in your life today, just as we're talking about forgiveness. Because it is our guidebook, mm-hmm. our operating manual. It is. But we would also love you to become a Stone Builders Hour donor. And it's easy to do. You can visit our website, WeedLivingStones.org, or Cash App, dollar sign. L stones 51. That's right. And just to let you know that we have launched our parenting snippet promo on our website. It will give you a short kind of overview of what we're going to be doing on our social media platforms coming up. And there are five to 10 minute, and in some case, only 30 seconds, 60 seconds yeah. of tips for parents. Yes. Parents, we know you need it. So it's going to be available, and we're going to do it through Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and one I'm forgetting. Uh, Google Music,
0: no, SoundCloud.
1: No, I'm trying to think of the actual Spotify. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and um, YouTube. YouTube. I'm, that's, I couldn't uh, remember that. God. Okay, so there you go. Saying, Senior uh, moments. <laughs> so... <laughs> Go and check it out. Check out the promo on the website first, and then uh, we will be uploading shortly new tidbits for or snippets for parents. Now, for the rest of our story. I'm interested. Pastor, I want to share the meaning because a lot of times people, they say forgive, but they really don't know what it means. Webster's Dictionary states, one, it's the act of forgiving. Okay, it used the the. Used it as a verb. The pardon of an offender by which he is considered and treated as not guilty. The forgiveness of enemies is a Christian duty. So, ladies and gentlemen, just know that it's your duty to forgive. And a lot of times people say, Well, I'll forgive, but I won't forget.
0: Yeah.
1: Number two, the pardon or remission of an offense or crime as the forgiveness of sin or of inju- in- injuries. Three, disposition to pardon, willingness to forgive. Just like President Abraham Lincoln demonstrated forgiveness to General Robert E. Lee after his surrender ending the Civil War. And remember, both sides didn't want to forgive. Uh, uh, Lincoln's uh, folks didn't want to forgive. They thought that, that he should be punished, dragged through the mud. Hmm. Sounds familiar. Current events. But he felt that in order to heal the nation, he had to go along with forgiving, generally. Thousand upon thousand lives were lost and maimed in a war fought by brother against brother, cousin against cousin. And I have to tell you, when I went to Gettysburg, we, yeah. we lived in that area, I got deathly ill in my stomach because it was almost as though my body fell felt the spirit of all those young men. I mean, we're talking about, they were teenagers a lot of times that were killed on that ground. So that ground is just filled with their blood. I know. Yes, they are. This war was personal. And I believe Lincoln did the right thing because he seeded that healing needed to have a starting point. And I just want to throw in too that a lot of times the same exists for our brothers and sisters who are coming out of prison they need as much help as possible for those who really have turned their lives around. And a lot of times there's no forgiveness. Yeah. They're still dealing with the situation as people remembered them prior and that they haven't been, but we believe that they yeah. can be transformed.
0: All you have to do is submit and, and, and uh, send no more. Yes. And, and, and a lot of them,
1: and we have a lot of them that are out there working among you. So, if they can do it, we need to continue to provide them with the, their needs. And especially coming out, they need jobs and housing.
0: True. And reconnection
1: with their families. Yes, They'll
0: yes, yes, yes. You can never replace those years that were lost, but you can have a starting point where you can build together. Yes, you so can. Praise God. At least be friends. Yes. <laughs> you don't have to live and love. Just be friends. Praise God, especially if that's the mother of your Child or the father of your child, just for the benefit of the children. That's some of the things that we're going to talk about in our parenting uh, snippet snippets. God, yep, yep, you know how to deal with certain things, and and we have a lot of topics not to go on the rabbit trail, but uh, oh, we'll wait on the rabbit trail. <laughs> Let's talk about this thing with uh, that. That's you know the war was personal, just like you said, and and there had to be a, a starting point to, to heal, and. After General Lee's surrender at the Appomattox Courthouse, uh, April the 9th, 1865, he was pardoned by President Lincoln. Mm. In 1865, General Lee signed an amnesty oath asking to become a U.S. citizen and encourage his Confederate soldiers to rejoin the United States too. Although passions of hate, growth of the KKK, Jim Crow laws, uh many saw peace and healing from a war that divided not only this country, but people's faith and families. It sure did. Uh, There was issues with uh, slavery uh, before the war, and there was issues with slavery after the war, even to this day. Yes. And uh, so, but things have changed and have improved since that time. And the fact that many people lay down their lives, boy, You have to respect their willingness to do that. You can't take that away from them. You can't cancel out that history. Nope, you sure can't. So here today, we witness a change in political power. The victors, (laughs) those are the victors after uh, uh, November the 7th, November 6th. No, you mean January day.
1: Yeah, election day, but it wasn't confirmed until uh, yeah. Biden was sworn into <laughs> office. So
0: go on, <laughs> the victors. They want to, they want to persecute the former president Trump and all those who supported him by taking away the president's rights as a U.S. citizen by denying his freedom of speech and destroy all those folks around him and organizations around him and businesses around him. Instead of what would Jesus do, y'all remember that saying, I don't hear it too much nowadays, but what would Jesus do? What would Abraham Lincoln do? Isaiah 55, 7 says, Let the wicked forsake his way mm. and the unrighteous man his thoughts, and let him return unto the Lord and and he will have mercy upon him and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. Oh, so, wow. what
1: is forgiveness? Mm. I remember, it's, it's interesting because we did run an after school program for about six years, that one of the things I'm always bringing back those stories with the children, because the lessons they're learning are the lessons that could be brought right here before, before our audience today. A lot of times they get into that tit for tat, someone took their pencil, and then they're going back and forth. And then it it ultimately will lead to a heated discussion. And in some cases, somebody wants to hit the other. And I always said, I always made them put out their hands. If there were two, say, young boys involved or young girls, I always made them put out their hand. And I made them point at the other person. So, you know, usually that's your index finger and your thumb. You know, thumb is up and the index fingers out. And I says, how many fingers do you have pointing back at you? And they would turn their hand over and say, three. I said, oh, (laughs) so you're just as much the problem as the person you're pointing at. That's what we need to be looking at when we're talking about forgiveness. What it does and does not mean. Author Dr. Dr. Michael A. Milton states, forgiveness becomes a decision when the internal operating system of one's soul is transformed. Hmm. So when they were looking at their fingers and seeing there were more fingers pointing at them, it just showed that they were just even a (laughs) little bit more guilty than the person they were pointing at. The power of forgiveness then flows from God to you, then from you to others and mercifully to yourself because that is the number one thing because once they did that with their fingers and i would say okay so you're guilty too what do you have to do and they said we'll have to forgive them uh, and i says yeah but who else and they, they would look at me puzzling i said yourself <laughs> because you do have to a lot of times we're carrying around guilt because we have not learned how to forgive ourselves luke 17 33 2 4 says, Take heed to yourselves. And you know, when someone says take heed, that means pay attention. Yeah. If your brother sins against you, I re- rebuke him. And if he repents, forgive him. And if he sins against you seven times in a day, and seven times in a day returns to you saying, I repent, you
0: shall. Forgive him. <laughs> oh wow. That's, uh, that's that's why, Lord, I'm not praying for any more patience. I'm not praying for patience, you know. But seven times, it's like golly, but in a day. <laughs> oh God. That's why we must stay within his presence yes, to give us the strength the time. to forgive my brother because I want the Almighty to forgive me. Mm, true. How and many that's times have I trespassed? Yes. Uh, 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 we all trespass. No, I
1: can't (laughs) Yeah, We trespass all the time. Yes. But this passage begins with a present imperative to keep watch over ourselves. So just like the children, I'm making them point fingers and they see that they're more pointing back at them. It's to keep watch over yourself. This watch is in relation to our attitude towards forgiveness Mm. of those who sin against us repeatedly. The reference to seven times in a day is a reference to frequency. Yeah. So none of us are lacking or overcoming that particular situation. There is to be no limit to forgiving those who sin against us. Even if this can be characterized as habitual, it still should be without limit. And indefin- indefinitely, we are to forgive those who come to us penitently. So, someone comes to us wanting forgiveness, we have to forgive. So, I always made them at the end shake hands because that's part of the forgiveness
0: process. And also, one thing for your toolbox, uh, uh, sometimes I can make a JC over these 48 years that we've been married, plus we've known each other since 1968, y'all do the math, I still have a way of causing steam to come out of her ears and Oliver, now you ever see those commercials or caricature of a bull when he's getting ready to charge? It comes, uh, all that stuff comes out of his nose and everything. Well, I have a, a tendency to do that. But we had made a pact years ago, never go to bed mad. And, and, and it works, you know, it never goes to bed mad. And that way uh, you can start your healing process. So in the morning, you know, someone has to take the first step to forgive. And uh, so I say praise God to that. Yes, praise God. amen. And that's why I'm always in process.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All of us are oh, a
0: work the, in process. Yeah, didn't I just upset you about 10 minutes ago? Praise God. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, but you know what? That's why that seven times seven. Is important. Uh, thank you, Lord. And, and if I need that eighth time, give it to me, Father. Because, uh, you know, I, have a, I, have a, I think I have a pure heart. But praise even God. Yeshua says 70 times seven. In another passage, so. Just don't make the same mistake over and over again. At least try to do something new. (laughs) (laughs) But we need forgiveness to live spiritually balanced, Mm. hopeful lives. Since the pathologies of the soul often migrate to the body and vice versa, we can even assert that we need forgiveness for our very health. Oh, I got a story for that. I know I'm going to interrupt. Go ahead.
1: But we had a a gentleman working for us who was an engineer, George. Really great guy, very smart, everything. He helped set up our whole processes in the beginning when we were in York, Pennsylvania. On our manufacturing facility. And one of the things uh, we found out that he wanted to get out the house because his wife had cancer Mm -hmm. and had had it several times. Well, this last time she went into, um, she didn't get, she, it came back. She fell out of remission, and it came back with a vengeance. And one of the things about it that I didn't understand, she was going through chemotherapy over and over and over again. Well, the chemo was actually burning the cancer cells, but it was actually destroying her own body. And it wasn't, I think we were talking, and I just asked him, I says, well is she bothered by something you did in your past? And he says, no, I don't think so. But she was the one that raised the children because he was in war. In fact, he yeah. was one of the- uh, He's a pilot. Yes, uh, in World War II. Yeah. And he had been gone basically for a long time while the kids were being raised. So she was doing that. I says, well, you need to ask her. Maybe there's something there. And it came to find out she was a little bit upset that all these years she was responsible standing in and he wasn't there and what it, what happened right after that shortly thereafter she died yeah, I mean, and yeah, and it's, it's one right. of those things that she was holding on to unforgiveness and when he came in and made that and started talking to her and they made that connection she released and let go yeah. so even in that situation where she was in a severe pain and and everything that she actually allowed herself to get caught up in that until she forgave herself, forgave him,
0: yeah. and then she moved on. That was so sad because yes, it was. he was uh, about in his uh, mid-70s Yes, uh, during that time period because that was about 1985, 86. Yes, it was. And, uh, oh, man, it was just a heartbreaker. And, and then after she uh, was gone, he struggled, Really struggled, and uh, we became his family. Praise God, Amen. But you know this—that's why when we're being transparent, uh, I think it also helps sharing that that uh, you know we've been through some stuff, and that's why what we're sharing today is not merely just preacher talk. But scientists have observed the cost of forgiveness on your body. Yes, and author uh, Jeffrey Murphy reveals that this terrible cost of unforgiveness. He said, first, unforgiveness is often a core component of stress resulting from an interpersonal offense, and the stress is associated with decreased mental health. Oh, I better stop. I better stop. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want my mental faculties. It also me. creates those crease lines in your forehead because it takes more muscles to, to frown. frown than it is it to smile. It only takes three to smile. And and that's why a lot of folks have mental illness because they're not able to process that unforgiveness or something that happened against them, and they tend to internalize it. And when you internalize that without speaking it out or or you know, it just starts eating away at you. The the second is unforgiveness resulting from interpersonal transgression that may increase levels of guilt, shame, and regret Ooh. that in turn negatively impact one's mental health. Now, I, I've seen that a lot inside the, the prison where, you know, I was a chaplain for uh, down at Wakala Correctional uh, Institution, in the state of Florida, and a lot of men would come uh, for seeking counsel. And, oh, God, thank you, Lord, for for putting a hedge protection around my...
1: Covering. uh, Oh,
0: God, because when they're being transparent, you got to, you listen and you're hearing and you try not to have no condemnation because they're trying to get this off their chest. And when they finally admit to what they did, it's like... It's a sign of relief that they can move forward because they have to exhale. Oh wow! (laughs) Then they tear up and burn up some clothes and stuff like that. I don't (laughs) even. But sometimes you got to do that kind of stuff. But it's just a a a a release, a weight to finally um, forgive oneself, and and that's why I wonder if the shift in political power, the victors, feel this way or have any compassion, if not how, why is the church remaining silent Mm -hmm. on this? Because we should be the proponents of forgiveness. Yes. Without invoking the power of the Almighty or his favorite son, Yeshua. Well, you know, just know that
1: forgiveness is a first step. And boy, are we moving fast through this topic. It just seems like there's so much to get out. Yeah. But we're going to recognize our sponsors. And, you know, we can take time for uh, just looking at not only our sponsors, but looking forward to how we are going to put some more teeth into how you forgive. So stay tuned. We'll be right back.
2: Jesus. Jesus.
0: Oh how I love to call your name, oh Jesus, oh sweet Jesus, every day. Uh uh-huh. Your name is the same.
2: If someone loves you, they don't hit you. Hi, this is Dewey Rio with Noble, the National Organization of Black Law Enforcement Executives. Dating or relational violence is an act or threat of violence by one member of a couple against the other person in a relationship. It's also when one partner tries to maintain power and control over the other through abuse or violence. The abuse can include isolating you from others, threatening you, your family, or even themselves if you don't do what they want, physical violence, or sexual acts. This is not about love. It's about control. It's not about anything you did wrong. It's about control. If you're in a relationship like this, you're not alone. There is help. Contact Refuge House, your school guidance counselor, or law enforcement. Just remember, there is help. This message is presented by this radio station and the North Florida Chapter of Noble. For more information, visit noblenorthflorida.com, and together we can promote justice by action. Hi dads, Pastor Gary
0: Montgomery with Living Stones International, here with a father the tip just for you. Parents are the most powerful influence over their children, so spend as much time as you can while they're growing up. After all, they want to be just like you.
2: My Shiro doesn't always wear a cape, but she always has time for a hug, a smile, for going the extra mile. My Shiro stretches every dollar, puts in long hours, puts others first. But now it's your time, Mom. When you're ready to retire, we want you to be able to enjoy it. Get free tips to help boost your retirement savings now at aceretirement.org.
1: A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council.
0: Welcome back. Welcome back to the Stone Builders Hour with Pastor Gary and Elder J.C. Praise God that we are discussing forgive or get ready to rumble. Now, we've been talking a little bit about the forgive and and uh, we're going to get to get ready to rumble soon and very soon. But uh, first, hey, I just got to let you know this Saturday, this Saturday, January 30th will be our. A uh, farm share food distribution at Griffin Middle School on 800 Alabama Street. Uh, Livingstone says uh, 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 we have done a uh, farm share at Griffin, I guess, about a year and a half ago. That was a while. And we are coming back again. That's a really kind of tight space that we're going to be there, but this is a drive-through event only because of social distancing. So, uh, so. If you're driving, you, know, you gotta keep your, you know, you gotta just uh, keep your windows up and just open your trunk, and and we'll take care of you and do as much as we can. And because of social distancing, we cannot do walk-ups. Thank you. So we discourage you just trying to walk up and take food because we have to protect our volunteers, and we're going to have a police presence there too. So we want to make sure we stay according to the law. So it's going to start uh, this Saturday. You're going to enter uh, on the Alabama Street side, and we're going to start giving away food at 830 or even beforehand, and we're just going to go until we run out. And I just pray that FarmShare is able to bring enough food so that we can feed as many people as possible because this is a growing. January, February, uh, sometimes there's not a, a, a wide variety of selection of items because it's the growing season right now. But when by time March comes, you know, things that were in the ground are now and out and being harvested. So we just wanted to uh, say, um, you know, come on out uh, Saturday the 30th this weekend at Griffin Middle School. And we'll be glad to share abundance of food. Now, you know what? Last week, last Wednesday, uh, we do a special farm share giveaway for the Tallahassee Memorial Housekeeping and Dietary Staff. Only. Only them, because they have uh, their first responders, or their lives are on the line, uh, working in uh, the, this uh, COVID nineteen environment, and plus, it's affecting the housekeeping and dietary staff, where they have lost hours, and you know their their funding and monies have all been topsy turvy. But we're just thankful to Farm shares supplying like ninety eight hundred pounds of food to us. And we were able to share with about 275 employees. And I know they were happy. (laughs) (laughs) Praise God. (laughs) Thank you.
1: One of the things I did wanted to kind of go back to the story I relayed about our engineering friend and his wife is how far we can carry unforgiveness. Mm. And a lot of times... Even today, and you know in your own family, there are probably things and situations, I'm sure I'm talking to somebody out there, where you are still carrying unforgiveness for years, literally. But just know that's not hurting them. It's hurting you. Because just like I made the kids point a finger and three are returning back to you, means that it's probably affecting you more than than it's affecting them. But, Pastor, I want to share a few scriptures on forgiveness before we get ready to rumble. <laughs> uh, Luke 23 34, and this is when the Messiah was on the cross, bleeding, beaten. He still had so much compassion. He taught us to pray for your enemies. Now, you know what? That takes some, that takes
0: some real umspa. I got to pray for you after you nailed me to a cross.
1: Beat, Beat me up. <laughs> Put a crown of thorns on my head where they probably went into my skull. But Luke 23, 34, and Yeshua said, Father, forgive them. For they know not what they do. In this passage we are shown the example of Yeshua in praying for the forgiveness of those who <laughs> crucified him. I mean look at how mad sometimes we get at individuals when they do something to us, but he asked for their asked the father to forgive them. In Matthew 5:44, Yeshua taught his follower, followers to be merciful as the father is merciful. I guess that's the same thing as be holy, even as your father is holy. So we're following an example here. In this scripture, Yeshua does not grant forgiveness to these, but prays for the father to forgive them. Wow! And remember the story of Job, when God was going to take out his friends. He said, the only reason I didn't do it is because Job prayed for you to me. The answer to his prayer and the granting of forgiveness to those who pray, he prays for, is not accomplished without repentance, hello, Mm -mm. and faith. Unforgiveness, which I talked about at the beginning, the failure to forgive others in the way in which we have been forgiven, puts one in jeopardy regarding kingdom standing. Let me repeat that one more time. Unforgiveness, the failure to forgive others in the way in which we have been forgiven is going to mess up our standing in the kingdom. Mm. Matthew six fifteen puts it like this. But if you do not forgive others, then your father will not forgive your transgressions. Mm. Therefore, if we continue this persecution against former folks, our family, our loved ones, our husbands, our wives, our children that held political power right now—that's what's going on. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we can't. <laughs> and I'm gonna tell one story. Are, are at risk of the wrath of the Uh Just in case, we just read a woman had a birthing. Uh, pro, uh, program that she did And people signed up for it I think it was through Zoom And she had been doing it for years Because that was her specialty mm-hmm. Either she was a nurse or something like that Her husband was a physician And they worked in with children Well people found out that she voted Somehow, I don't know how they did But they found out she voted for President Trump And they asked for all their money back oh, yeah. Now, what happened to I could have an opinion, remember, freedom of speech, That and we get that angry and that mad. What are we leading ourselves to? You know, that is how Adolf Hitler Uh-oh. came to be. And history does repeat itself. Because why? We have all everybody running around, we don't need these statues, we, we need to take down all the Civil War stuff, because we're not learning our history. So continue down this vein, and we may end up in that same place. Oh, so sad. Also, Mark eleven twenty five, because I know I'm covered by the blood, yes, and there will be nothing ag- coming against me. But also, Mark eleven twenty five. whenever you stand praying, forgive. I mean, that's the first thing he has. Mm-hmm. If you have anything against anyone, so that your Father who is in heaven, I mean, God Almighty, who's in heaven, will also forgive you your transgressions. So this is serious. We're talking about having ought against someone else. Well, you know, hey, God can turn his back on you too, just as easy. Observing from the sideline, it is amazing how the church is silent through all of this. As people chant to impeach the president, destroy former staff members, friends, have them running and recanting how wrong it was to follow the former president. I mean taking down sites because yeah. another site wants to allow people the freedom of speech. Mm. I mean are we at that point where neighbor will start telling on neighbor? Yeah. I mean that's what it's looking like.
0: Your children reporting on children right. on your parents rather. Yes.
1: It's I mean and like I said, this was how Hitler came to rise. But it's also like the story of Peter rebuking, knowing Yeshua. Yeah, like you said before, yes, standing around and there says, "Oh, I know you were with me. <laughs> uh-uh, uh-uh. <laughs> it wasn't me." <laughs>
0: uh-uh. that's all his fellows, you know. That's why. Hey, you know what? It's, it's something just happened just recently because the former U.S. I got call him former, but just he was just on TV just a couple of weeks ago, uh, the U.S. Surgeon General and the Admiral Jerome Adams. And he's citing how difficult it was. Now he talked about now he up there with Fauci and all the other doctors. Put your mask on, wash your hands, and and this and that. But now he's talking about because of that cancel culture or because anyone associated bro. with Trump, all of a sudden now you the worst thing since sliced bread. Sliced bread, oh, you can't. No, that's not you know, sliced bread. Not the worst thing. No, nope, mature isn't. <laughs>
1: slice
0: molded bread, maybe. Well, that's (laughs) even got a healthy component. But he's talking about now how difficult it was to serve under the former president. It it, it is so unbelievable. Uh, A man who attained such high ranking. I mean, he was an admiral. Plus, he got to be smart because he was a doctor, too. He's exhibiting the spirit of fear just so those in power will cut him a break. Mm. Because he's not, he don't want to be part of that cancel culture. And you know, he's talking about Benedict Arnold. It's just like Benedict Arnold. How can you stand with this man? And then a week later because someone's saying, oh, he was over there just like Peter. Oh, and he's, oh, no, not me. No, no, he was the worst thing. He was bad. You know, sometimes one must hold and not fold. It's like you're playing a card. You got to know when to hold and you got to know when to fold. Because Jehovah does not give us the spirit of fear, but power and a sound mind. Plus love. The enemy's schemes are ruthless and cunning. Yes. The scriptures remind us that the deceiver's main goal is to steal, kill, and destroy. So if you are a child of the living king, do not ever believe for a second that the enemy has not planned your demise. So you can either go out whimpering or you can fight like Joshua, Caleb, King David. Yes. It's like you have so many people who were standing with the former president. Now they're going to vote for his impeachment or now the banks that he was making lots of money with now they're canceling his accounts. Now I'm the, I'm now a private citizen, but but now you you, you you're taking away my Facebook, my Twitter. You're not allowing me to communicate with the world and those people who are around him. I guess that one guy, uh, the man with the pillow, uh, my pillow, my uh, pillow man, Mike Lindell. Right. he's a friend of Trump and he speaks out for him. And, uh, and now, he's, he's they canceled his contract to supply pillows to Kohl's, to Bed Bath and & Beyond, and, and uh, you know, those-, uh, those uh, Other those, online stores, yeah, but he's TV. standing his ground. And they took away his Twitter account. Yes. Now, here's a private individual, just because he was friend and won't rebuke his friendship with this man- and that's who you know when your friends are. Yes, when, when you're, you're down, are and down and out. <laughs> oh, who will stand with you? And so many of them have fleed and ran away. Oh, thank you. But all I know are mm. true believers have a fighting spirit. Uh-oh, yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, yes, indeed. So I just want you to know I'm going down fighting. Mm. And even though when that time comes... You have to make that decision. It's going to be difficult. In Luke 10, 19, it states, Behold, I have given you authority mm. to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall hurt you. Yes. That's how I feel. God, I thank you, Lord. Thank you. The Almighty provides us with offensive and defensive tools, equipment, as outlined in my again one of my favorite verses, Ephesians 6, 10 through 13, mm-hmm. that states, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. His might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities. Principal against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Because you know all of this is the devil's work and he has been busy and we are allowing it to go on. Wherefore take unto you the whole armor of God that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and I consider this evil days, and having done all to stand, Stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness yes, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace, because everywhere I walk, I'm bringing peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked and take the helmet of salvation. And the sword of the spirit, Mm. which is the word of God. And it's that two-edged sword. It cuts going in and it cuts coming out. (laughs) Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. Because you're not by yourself. You are hanging out with all the saints. Mm -hmm. So all around us every day is a spiritual realm. We cannot fully see, and I yeah. believe that, yes. that there is a fight going on in the heavens. Yes. Sometimes I wonder that if we could, maybe we would, we would choose to live our lives very differently. One of my favorite art, uh, authors is Frank Peretti, and if you've never written any of his books, and I'm trying to think of the very first one I read, but his books are all about how there is this layer of the spiritualness that goes on behind the human condition. And whenever there is evil bound, and I mean the stories are uh, uh, kind of like uh, mysteries, that whatever is happening in the background is all about the spirits fighting. Michael, you know, the archangel fighting with the demons and Satan and Lucifer. That always going on. We might be more aware, in tune, alert to the battles surrounding us and to the evil seeking to take control because that's what he writes about in his books. Yet, as we know from God's word, Satan is not in full control. That's right. He would want you to believe that he is. But remember, what was it when God called a meeting? He called all the sons of God. Here comes Satan. Yep. And God had to ask him what he was up to. That's in Job. He will lie and lure and even try to deceive you by masking himself as an angel of light or twisting God's truth. Because he was, he, that's what the name Lucifer meant. The the angel of light. But his light is not the light you want to follow. But the Bible is clear. He is not to be trusted or believed. Not ever God's given us everything we need to resist and defeat the enemy's plots and schemes. The Bible never instructs us to fight the devil in our own strength because we would fail or to be afraid of him because I'm not in his attacks. But it does tell us how to live strong and alert, knowing that God is the one who Holds us secure Ladies and gentlemen We need to put on Our whole body oh, armor oh So that we can continue To fight against The wiles of the devil Because like I said When we see him At the end We're going to say We were afraid of that <laughs> oh hey
0: For uh, a year mention Yeah I'm um, ready to rumble. Ready to rumble. <laughs> Let's get it on, you know, and, uh, and that's one thing that, that uh, you turned me on to uh, Frank Peretti. Yeah, And I remember the, one of the first books that I read, uh, This Present Darkness. It was that like, was it. Oh, God. That was, it, it was awakening. Yes. As a matter of fact, we have all those uh, books. I'm not sure where they at because we, everything's in storage now. We had, uh, there was we had a lot of things that were damaged. Um, but, but we had all of his books yes, and that, once you pick up one you have get, to go get to the, the next, next one. Yep. So I'm so glad that uh because it, it because that invisible world sometimes flows over to our present world. Yes, it does. All and the that's mayhem. Why you have a lot of folks who are sensitive to the spirits. And uh and the prophets and and men and a not you know what? you know you don't even have to be a man or woman of god you know like you chosen then you chosen praise god that's why we're living in times of confusion right now whereas belief in the one true god is fast becoming a place on the back burner god is being placed on the back burner yes. if folks in power the newly elected people who are in power were true believers they would use big time efforts to heal our country instead of creating bigger wounds because if this continues i mean when the when the incoming president says impeach a former president who's no longer in office this against the constitution i'm not supporting you know president trump i'm just going by what appears to be right and wrong you know the constitution The foundation of this country is under attack. What I'm concerned is that if there's no healing that's going to take place between those who are are on the right and those who are on the left, if this continues on, then it's going to be too late to turn back. And I just pray that they look at history on what President Lincoln did. It cost him his life. But you know what? We, this country needs to heal right now. I'm ready to keep on going. I'm starting to get emotional, but let's take a time. Maybe this is a good time to take a little break. For a break. Uh, but uh, when we return, we're going to finish up on uh, Get Ready to Rumble. We'll be right back. You
2: are here Moving in the midst. I worship you I worship you
0: you are here working in this place. And I worship you. I worship you. You are. We make the miracle work. Tune in to the Stone Builders Hour, a unique talk show hosted by Pastor Gary and Elder JC. Every Thursday at 5 o'clock on Wave 94.1.
1: Guess who? It's me, Elder JC, asking your support for Livingstone's Parenting Engagement Services. What is it? It will help parents be more active in their children's lives. Other ways to support... Donate online at WeLivingStones.org or call us at 850-219-0091. Remember, your donation is tax-deductible.
2: Watch out! <laughs>
1: Got me. The galaxy is <laughs> safe once again.
2: <laughs> in the pretend universe, kids play with pretend guns. In the real world, it's up to us to make sure they don't get their hands on a real gun. If you have a gun in the house, keep it locked, unloaded, and stored separately from ammunition. Safe gun storage saves lives. Learn how to make your home safer at nfamilyfire.org. That's nfamilyfire.org. Brought to you by N Family Fire, Brady, and the Ad Council.
0: I was getting a little bit emotional right there Almost lost track there Praise God But we're back Uh, Pastor Gary Elder, JC We're talking about forgive And get ready to rumble uh, On the Stone Builders Hour And you can find us on your podcasting afterwards If you missed this And someone's told you Just go to Spotify Tune in Google Google Music Music, uh, Spotify Apple
1: Podcasts We say iTunes But Apple, Apple Podcasts Tune in SoundCloud
0: Spotify but I guess uh, my antennas are up right now because our new president signed an executive order. Matter of fact, he's been signing more executive orders bypassing uh, Congress. Congress that uh, he's just with, with a stroke of a pen making changes that are affecting all of us. That one executive order that I really got issues with is allowing boys or men who are transgender or believe they have the mind of a, a girl or a woman can now use the girls' or women's bathroom and participate in all girls' sports, to even requiring colleges to offer them scholarships. Mm. This executive order now kills female sports because, as an example, in Connecticut, transgender boys have won all the track and field competition. As a father of three awesome young women and four fantastic granddaughters, I am livid. True. Our daughter's competition with other girls in track and field, softball, soccer, basketball, music. And they're based on this order that now our granddaughters must now compete with the boys. Jesus, we need you right now. And I'm ready to rumble against this injustice. And I gotta say, where's the church? I stand on this scripture of 1 John 3, 8. Whoever makes a practice of sinning is of the devil. Uh-oh. For the devil has been sinning from the beginning. The reason the Son of God appeared was to destroy the works of the deceiver. So JC, help me. For I know I'm so angry I must wait on the Lord because there's we watched a video of a young girl. She's totally upset. Young, She's like 11th grader and she was Doing well in track. And once they let the boys come in, where she was a gold medal winner, now she's struggling to be silver. Yes. Because the boys have taken over, the transgender young young men, they're taking over the sport. So I have issues with that executive order. And plus... (laughs) There, you can go and use the bathroom when it, that's a, that's a sacred place. Now, I, I guess I'm, we must be the only ones out here. Y'all, people out mm. there in radio land, this is all right for a man who says that, oh, I'm a girl, that he can go into the bathroom while you're doing your personal and private stuff. I think not. I'll be using, I won't be using the bathroom.
1: I'll be holding it or waiting for the next round because the whole point of this is that we now have allowed our children to make decisions about whether or not they're going to be a boy or girl. Where are the adults in these families? But pastor, scripture tells us first Peter five, eight through nine to be self-controlled and alert your enemy. The devil prowls around like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour, resist him Standing firm in the faith. They said, resist him and he will flee. Flee. No, in Romans 8, 37, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Mm. The Bible is clear. We must stay close to Jehovah's presence so that the fruits of his spirit are evident in our lives. Because otherwise, we're going to get just what we're getting right now. Mm -hmm. One of the things when you said about the transgender, we're almost 10 years behind Britain. And one of the things that their young people say uh, mid-20s to early, mid-30s are struggling with right now is a lot of them did go through that transgender um, change, doing the hormones, the surgery, all of that. And they are livid now. Because they're either committing suicide, wow. they're wondering why weren't there any adults to, to put their foot down and not say they can do this, and the ultimate reality, mm. they can't change back. Right. They're like God. that forever until they die. It reminds us to live self control, to be aware and alert, and do not be caught off guard. So parents... Your son or daughter, even if they say they're like that, cannot make that decision. You are the parent. Yeah. Though life goes on around us and we may forget about the ruthless scheme of the en- enemy every single day is truly a spiritual battle. Because now all of our children, even, you know, my grandchildren are being pushed Into saying, I'm gay, I'm a boy, I'm a girl.
0: God does not make mistakes. No, he doesn't. And his creation.
1: Yes, the devil never takes a day off. He is waiting for you to lose focus. He is planning his attack at your weakest moment. Be ruthless with sin, which is an open door for the enemy to work. Resist him, and he must flee. Because all I can remember is when you're born... The doctor doesn't tap you on your butt to see if, to make you holler to say, oh, this is a transgender. You're either a boy or a girl, unless you were born with multiple parts. And I know the majority of the world is not. That is a minority, very small
0: minority, probably less than a percentage. You know, I just want to you know, thank you for reminding me to fight with the Spirit of God according to Zechariah 4 6. Zachariah says, not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts, in Romans three, Romans eight thirty seven, eight thirty-seven. In all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. In and of ourselves we are never a match for the battles we face. Mm -hmm. It is only by the fresh filling of God's Holy Spirit living in us and through every single day, that we can live strong and free. The Almighty equips us with his power, his wisdom, and his discernment through his own spirit to stay strong in battle. He invites us daily to spend time in his presence through prayer and worship, pressing in to know him more. The same spirit that healed the sick set the captives free, split the sea, and raise the dead. That's He's alive today yes, right he is. now. Yes, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And he lives in us. He lives in every true believer that believes on him and bows down in all of him. Wow. Oh, God. Thank you, Father. Yes. We, We're choosing us. We
1: must believe. But Pastor... We are coming to a close and I know there is so much more. We want to talk about this subject. I think we're going to have to roll over to next week already. Yes. I mean, we are gone through the hour. So we, um, we want his power to be based on us, not our own abilities. He reminds us that because of him in our weakness, we are strong.
0: Boy, Lord, Lord, it's so fast. I'm just I'm getting, getting involved, but you know what? Uh, we'll have to close right now, but hey, what I want to say, Father, we just say uh, thank you for giving us uh, insight into what thus says the Lord. And I asked you in Radio Land, Podcast Land, to take your whole body of armor out of your closet, uh, dust it off, and set it, and get ready to put it on because we're going to need it soon and very soon. So hey, hey, we're going to take a break and we'll be back next, next week, week on the rest uh, of the story, part yes. two.
1: See ya. I am
2: weak without strong Jesus keep me from all wrong will I be satisfied as long I will.